Hello, all. Welcome back to Trigger One in the Podcast with your hosts, Sarah and Taylor, back for an episode with a special guest today. And who is this special guest? Is it your husband? John. <laughs> Big John. Big John. <laughs> Big John on the mic today. So Big John is here to talk about what he knows about the best, and that is fitness. The health industry. Yeah. You can educate yeah. us right now. You yep. want to tell us like where you started from, like what made you passionate or like what the beginning. Tell us about when the first time you picked up a weight or when you started well, thinking I, about I, fitness. I think the most the most uh, important thing to say is over the time that I've been doing this, I've learned through not only like watching countless hours and upon hours of informational videos uh, studying, reading things, but I've also gone through the mental and physical journey of doing it myself, which I think is really important. Like you could be someone who just studies, um, you have to apply things, et cetera. And you could, you could learn a lot. You could tell someone how to do something by doing it like that, but you're not going to relate to them, which I feel like is very important with keeping patience with someone when you're training them, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I started when I was, so pretty much like growing up, uh, my family didn't have a lot of money, so I didn't eat necessarily the best. So I ended that's up a very real thing. Yeah. So when I grew up, I didn't have like a lot of money. So I kind of just ate, I grew up with a single father. So obviously when you in my opinion, when you have a mother in the household, there's more home cooked meals. In my opinion, it's uh, case by it's case, case by case. Well, yeah, definitely. But my dad was used Dads to my have mom man meals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My dad was literally just eating like whatever was there. Whatever was there, like he'd order food out and everything. So I adopted that. And when I was a kid, I was very um, insecure. Um, once I realized like my body because you hit that age when you realize what you look like and how you're perceived right, you and you start looking at other kids compared to other people yeah once i realized that i became very insecure because i realized this whole entire time i was like eating and becoming bigger and bigger and i didn't yeah. know how to correct it and you know the bullying and all this stuff were you bullied yeah because i was like extremely fat i was like obese i was like i, I was like too big five Five <laughs> seven when I was like thirteen, three hundred something. Same, pounds. I was in fourth grade, five six, two hundred something pounds. Fourth yeah. grade. And uh it's very discouraging and you feel like you're kind of like against the world. You're it's you know, very challenging. Mentally. Humbling. Yeah. Yeah, humbling now that I look back at mm-hmm. it. But anyway, um so once I hit about like seventh grade, I decided like I don't want to live like this. And I was thinking back then, I was like, I'm still young. I could You're do this now. You're thinking that at that age, you're still young. Yeah. Yeah. I Thinking about my future. Did not have the ability to think of like, oh, I'm right, young right now. That's yeah, actually very advanced. Yeah, future. Well, you know what they say about Capricorns? They start out when they're young, feeling so old on the inside. And then as they get older, they get younger. And yeah. Younger. I, I had a very hard time relating to kids yeah. that I was in school with. I thought they were... Uh, very self-centered, like it revolved around okay, same, like but I'm what type of polo shirt you wear. You were like, if you weren't wearing like an American Eagle polo shirt and you were wearing like a Walmart one, you were a scumbag regardless. Or if you didn't have the NFL fucking football mm-hmm. jersey, it was one from Walmart, yeah. you get yeah. fucking bullied. Regardless of what your personality is, mm-hmm. okay, 
It was completely out the window. Superficial. I never understood because I just didn't think that way. Mm -hmm. So I surrounded myself with people who weren't like that. And they're still my best friends today. There's not one person that wasn't my friend in high school that isn't my friend today that I don't get along with. Absolutely cannot um, relate. And my my best friend David, we're going to his wedding um, in, in September. September. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. His first girlfriend ever he's getting married to, and they've been together for like eight years now, which is it's that's rare, rare nowadays. It's rare. But David's very calm. I haven't seen him mad ever, so that probably helps. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, you know, okay. so I decided. I didn't want that for myself, so I was like, all right. So I started looking up on YouTube and, you know, finding influencers, which... What was your first workout thing? Um, well, I joined Planet Fitness, and I started... I mean, I started with, like, the main lifts, like, I, like bench squat. Oh, you went straight to, like, guy like guy workouts. You I know how, like, there's, like, a cardio phase sometimes, no, and, like, I did, like, a Pilates phase. Yeah, yeah. No, straight into lifting, heavy. Um, because the people that I was, uh, the, the people that I was following were mainly, like, bodybuilding and, and lifting and stuff, and I still follow those people now. Like, I still think that's Like, cool. high green. Those people? Um, like, not really, like, professional bodybuilders, but more of, like, people who, like, I can relate. I related to these people. And they were, like, they were more, like, fitness personalities. Oh. Fitness YouTubers. So not, where they're lifting okay. weights, but they're also, like, funny. Like, because I was very in insecure at the time, so I was, like, living through these people, getting my motivation. Because I didn't really, honestly, have a life at the time. Yeah. I wasn't hanging out with anyone. Me and my friends were outsiders, so we didn't do anything after school. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like my way, and the gym became my way to express myself, to do something on my free time. You have a relationship with yourself. You're yeah. dating yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to um, But that being said, when you create that... I love dating myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So it's relatable. <laughs> when you create that relationship at an early age, though, it does create a thing in your head that I think most people have about lifting weights. It does create like a, a body image issue in another way where, you know, if you feel like you don't do something, you mm -hmm. feel negative about yourself, like, you know, you uh, messed up or... You missed a day, or you ate the wrong Yo, thing. No, I've had an like, on and off yeah. relationship with the gym since and, um, around that time, and I can relate to that statement. It's just hardcore. Yeah, the most important thing is you have to be honest with yourself. It's um, the accountability. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people don't like fitness, too. Or, like, get weird about, like... intimidating like, like that. Yeah, and if you're into fitness, like, you get clowned. Like, at least with, like, girls. Like, if I'm doing something, like, I've gotten clowned so much, but it was because they weren't into fitness and it made them uncomfortable. But going, yeah. going on. Ooh. Yeah, ev almost, like, everybody that makes fun of somebody for fitness is uh, insecure about themselves. So they want to attack someone else. And that's with anything. Anyone Projection. That... Yeah. And that sucks so bad because the most insecure people with the body, dis the worst body yeah. dysmorphia are the people who are in like fitness. And we are the most humble people too. Mm. Like, because you know what I mean? Like, you know what it was to be this right. size A XYZ or whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, when I first started, I thought that like all of the, 
guys that were like huge and muscly. Like I always thought that they were like gonna dicks, be dicks, but they were so always nice. very nice. Yeah, gentle giants. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because oh. uh, you they know, really are. You're though. my gentle giant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I will say the the like stigma of like, oh, the reason a guy lifts weights is because he's actually, you know, it makes him feel big, like. Yeah. He's like strong, bigger than someone else. It gives you confidence, um, but I think it's really important to have a life outside the gym because one day your body's going to break down and you're not going to sure. be able to do it anymore. You're yeah. not going to be able to ma- maintain the muscle mass. Got to know a limit. Yeah, I would say and after capitalize like, on that testosterone um, while you have it. That's yeah. important yeah. too. Yeah, I would say you know, um, depending on your joint health and stuff, you you know you can't maintain a a a large like above average you know i would say above above average of someone who lifts weights amount of muscle mm-hmm. you know so i'm not talking about like someone who just lifts weights every once in a while like someone who has like a lot of muscle you can't maintain that uh over the age of 40 are you saying if you're Healthy. consistent yeah yeah it's not healthy. Like, like your body can't keep at up. At the end of the day, like, well, if your hormones start decreasing. Yeah. Women peak at thirty, right? Like, but it's just not healthy in terms of, like, if you're that big, you got to be like at least like two hundred twenty pounds. And the bottom line is your heart. Whether like for example, like those bodybuilders like Kai Green, like you just he's said, not even natural though. No, no, so that's, that's like a, a bad whole example. Other yeah, health. That's like steroids. Steroids yeah. and like supplement, su- like overcompensating. And what is it that oh, the growth hormone or whatever that ADH yeah? So growth hormone is way more dangerous than yeah, just steroids yeah. because you're growing everything. Your organs. And that's oh why you get that God. roid <gasps> belly. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, you're your organs, and that's what really causes a lot that. of the mm-hmm. deaths um, in bodybuilding. Um, and they, you know, they take diuretics like prescription diuretics before they go on stage. People pass out on stage from while they're flexing. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time they die from that. Yeah. Uh, uh, diuretics, but that's more of like a short term thing. The growth hormones, it's a long term thing. And the steroids, the main thing that will hurt someone is your heart, um, so your heart, there's such thing as an athletic heart where obviously your heart will grow because it's a muscle, but when it becomes with water, right. And that's yeah. where you see like, like athletes that aren't on steroids, they'll pass away randomly. Mm-hmm. And although like your heart being stronger and you know, the, the valves getting thicker and everything is better for maybe like everyday life like you can breathe easier and everything it still increases your chance of having a heart attack um and that's just a fact you know so it's kind of like wait a, are you saying consistently working out or consistently like using supplements like, like steroids yeah like what did, what did you mean by that statement i thought both so no? even if you're natural not using steroids Having a bigger heart, so this is like if you're really working out hard, cardio mainly, like a sprinter or someone like that, your heart's going to get bigger because it needs to accommodate that blood flow. So your valves and uh, and everything are going to get bigger. You have a higher risk of a heart attack from that. But if it's the right, like, it may, like, balance itself out. 
So but like, heart attacks are a blockage. <clears throat> so how would that, you know what I'm saying? Because, I'm just trying to understand. Because like a, a bigger heart, like a thicker uh, ventricles, like left ventricle. You're saying it pumping incorrectly and that causes like a stroke. It's pumping harder. Yeah. It's pumping harder. a lot harder. Right. Not faster, so you're but saying it's more kind harder. of like an arrhythmia. Yeah. And it's kind of like your heart is just working really, really hard. Um, and you're okay. Yeah. And it's increasing your chance of a heart attack because when you uh, work out mainly like cardio, you, you, uh, increase the uh, red blood cell count that's being distributed through your body, through your bone marrow. Mm -hmm. And that's really what carries that oxygen. So, mm -hmm. so like, let's say like you can only run a mile and you're trying to increase it after like a month or whatever when your body creates more red blood cells that's really the thing that happens to your body that makes you be able to all of a sudden i'm not out of breath doing what i did before mm -hmm. that's where it comes from but with higher red blood cells comes thicker blood okay so if you take there's no homeostasis for that your body wouldn't naturally like no this is the part as long as you keep doing that like, exercise like this, no no this it goes the... away without the exercise but no and that's exactly why when you take an aspirin, they give it aspirin to people with heart attack. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so it's kind of like... And men might piss blood know. from that, so be careful, y'all men. This is the part of the episode. No, from, this no. the part? Yeah, from aspirin? Yeah. Oh, from aspirin, yeah. yeah, yeah, not from, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Honestly, sorry. if you're pissing blood from aspirin, you probably have other issues. I just want so. to say this is the part of the episode where I'm being educated right now because I don't know I'm, anything that's going on. I've never, heard, I've never heard. I'm just the heart attack thing. I just never heard. I'm still, I'm going to research it after this. Yeah, I mean. Because I know what like a heart attack is and it just isn't mathing. This is, this <clears> is <throat> if you have, like, if you have like the beginning of a block. You're blockage. talking about thick blood. Yeah. Thick blood. So you're saying with a shitty diet that would cause right. your That's platelets to stick. For yeah. Well, no. If you if, so, if you have plaque, it's like plaque, like yeah. teeth. If you have plaque buildup in your arteries, combined with really thick blood, that's a recipe for a blockage. So plaque buildup is only reversible to a certain point. Like, mm -hmm. if you're eating really, really bad for a long time, it kind of becomes, like, calcified. Yeah. Rather than, like, being able to be reversed. Because it can be reversed with a healthy diet, as long as it's not, like... You hit a point hardy. where your arteries are hard, your shit's yeah. blocked, and... That's something that builds up over years and years and years. It's also a bad diet, high testosterone, or just having testosterone, estrogen helps with keeping the heart attacks or some right, shit down. Right, and that's exactly why mm -hmm. women usually have a lot less heart problems than mm -hmm. men, because estrogen is very, cardio is very cardiovascular protective. Yeah. Um, better runners, better right. pizza, better ingredients. Yeah. yeah <laughs> women. Yeah. And, uh, for example, like fish oil... Um, there's like conflicting studies on that. I love fish oil. Um, yeah. I found it to be very helpful with my joints. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. And it's very good for insulin sensitivity. Um, so. Nature's like, lube. <laughs> yeah. That's it's and, nature's uh, lube. Wow. It helps keep you, keeps your arteries pliable because, uh, and your, your veins are kind of like rubbery mm -hmm. and over time as you get older, they become uh, brittle 
Right. So it's very important to keep them that way. Um, because obviously there's going to be less chance of blockages and stuff if, if you keep them that way. Um, and that's, you know, exercise definitely helps with that. Hmm. But there's a difference between, uh, like a lot of times, like I started doing personal training again and I actually have a few classes lined Leon's up. Leon's actually an instructor and can instruct and help people. But go yeah, ahead. What are you I say? have a few classes lined up. Like Hell yeah! Five, oh, five I was already. gonna ask you, did you get anybody yet? Yeah, about awesome. five already. I worked with someone in the past, and I helped them lose about fifty pounds. A, a female in her fifties. That's and awesome. That reversed cool. her type two diabetes in the process. Oh, good. John, oh, that's she got awesome. the she got the big diabetes. Wow. That's yeah, and my friend Mike wants to just like gain some muscle. Yeah, you know, I think one of the main things in the fitness industry is the differential between like artificial sweeteners and health versus using artificial sweeteners as a way to lose weight because it's it's all you have to look at the big picture rather than making decisions see and this is where i battle him because like he'll say like zero sugar like like zero sugar is like good and I look at zero sugar like there's so much shit in zero sugar. If it also comes down to your fitness goal, and I hear that here, like I feel like there's like a huge thing. Like some people care about the health and the quality right. of their food. Some people have a goal to lose weight, so they don't care about the they health and quality. They're focusing quality. on calories. Right. Some people have X Y Z, so it's like what That's their the health is. So yeah, yeah, it's a big umbrella. Yeah. And I think a lot of people correlate weight loss with malnutrition. Right. And it's not that because there's obese people who are malnutrition. I just feel like mm -hmm. you could go, depends on goals, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's say you take someone who's obese and, you know, you tell them, you know, you should probably stop drinking soda uh, because... I think Stop one, eating that damn bread. Yeah, if <laughs> you're trying to lose dude. weight, one of the stupidest things you could do, in my opinion, is drink your calories because. Period. Uh, yeah, that's one of the main things I cut you. out. Um, it's not going to satiate you. Sugar is extremely addictive. Uh, more, I, I'm all, I'm pretty sure there's been studies like that. It's almost as addictive as like cocaine. Yeah, like yeah. That. It causes the same kind of like oh thing in God. the brain. The withdrawals yeah. of sugar, if you were just um, to like cut it out cold turkey, yeah. that dopamine. Yeah. And a lot of people overeat because it gives them, um, dopamine. it calms them down. Right. If they're having a bad day, emotional connection. It is, uh, it, and people with ADHD tend to have like yo-yo eating and stuff, and like struggle with their like yeah. thing because right. they'll eat for the dopamine, and then you don't. But yeah, right. yeah. And if I have a bad day, I still to this day have less of a desire to stick to what I usually do right. for sure. Um, but like I was saying, so if you take someone that's three hundred pounds and they're, uh. You got to look at what's the main risk in their life right now. Uh, you know, it's either they can have artificial sweeteners for the time being and ultimately, you know, lose weight, help them lose weight, which in the long run is going to make a lot bigger of an effect on them living longer and being healthier. Uh, you know, do they have any health risks? Or is that what you're saying? Kind of before you well, even get I'm into that? I'm saying that if using artificial sweeteners can help you 
be a healthy body oh, weight. Oh, yeah. Fuck in yeah. In the long run. Fuck yeah. I'm supportive what, what of I'm that. What I'm saying is you're using artificial sweeteners to Poisoning be a healthy yourself. body weight versus being obese. Being obese will any day trump, you know, you're going to, you're going to. Yeah, but you can not be obese and still get to that point of not being obese by not using artificial sweeteners. Right, but I'm saying it's probably a lot harder. I'm saying they're. But... I'm, I'm saying like as in they're they're a tool for some people. They're a tool because most people can't. <laughs> most people can't just cut out cold turkey soda like that. No, I know. Or I know. especially if you're like heavily addicted. Like, I can't believe it's not butter spray. I use that shit. Fuck yeah, zero um, fucking calories, boy. So it's not zero calories. It's so the, light that I know it's not like. The F, uh, the Food and Drug Administration, anything that's you. under five calories a serving, they're it's legally zero. allowed to put zero calories. So it's probably, it's not even close to normal butter. I am not bashing that mindset at all. I'm just saying I am the party out of the three of us that does not agree with that. Because, like, they're... for instance, like when we went to the cabin last weekend, we bought that Pam spray that's mm-hmm. like zero calories. Is like carcinogens and yeah. that shit. That's why it says do not put next to an open flame will catch fire. Like fucking, I don't know, just like aspartame and shit. Like all that shit is just known shit. So why would you use that just to get down to a body weight? Like that's Fuck my yeah. philosophy. Did it before, it's like, I'll do it again. I will gladly <laughs> take the hundred calories that a tablespoon of olive oil has over like any zero calorie substitute because I just know it's better for your body. That's so what? Work a little harder in the gym to work the calories off. I'm not straining myself. Everything comes from what you're eating. You can work out. You can never outwork a bad diet. No, so no. I will poison myself in the I'm, kitchen. Yeah. But I love that idea because That's, here I am. Oh, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in a month. But in 20 years, I'm going to have cancer because I was using XYZ. Yeah. But that's like, I'll worry about that in the future. <laughs> but Which. I will starve myself. I will cut things out. I will oh, do fast. very toxic things in mm. order because you cannot like... Unless you have fruits and veggies constantly and readily available, yeah. you have to do the, use the tools. Basically, my friend, so my friend Jess, she's like, so my friend is a vegan, and she said she, her dad actually let her dad become a vegan. He literally lost like 20 pounds within two weeks or something. If I went on a vegan diet, Some shit. I would gain weight. Oh my God. So... I, do you believe in like the different body types, endomorph, ectomorph, and mesomorph? Are you familiar with that? It's like b- basically body composition that you're like born with. Yeah. And it has to do with yeah. that. Um, it's more like bone structure. It's not. It is, but it also is like, can you lose weight fast? Do you keep weight on? Metabolism? Like, it's kind of, in a sense. Um, they base it off of bone metabolism structure. Metabolism is literally your thyroid hormone. Your thyroid mm. hormone. Some people are born with more thyroid hormones. You know, uh, right yeah, I know what the thy- yeah. and <laughs> the little butterfly thing. The people that lose weight or can eat whatever they want, they just simply are born with more thyroid hormone. That so, is your it is your metabolism. So with mesomorphs, they could lose weight fast and they could gain weight fast. So thyroid hormone doesn't discriminate on calories. So no, I understand um, that, but how explain the body types then? So ectomorphs can lose weight really fast. I'm pretty sure that's like the skinny body type. Oh, yeah. Hey, so but, it's based off of thyroid. All right. I think I answered my own yeah, question. But, based off but, of your answers. But like from what I've seen, like generally people who happen to have fast 
you know, thyroids happen to be like usually taller or lanky. For some I've reason, seen that some tiny just... petite girls that are just skinny as fuck. And yeah, I'm like, make that. it make sense, yeah. God. But like usually people with like wide shoulders and they're like, you know, they usually have a slower metabolism for some reason. Hmm. Big body built. God um, damn it. <laughs> my wide ass fucking shoulders, wide ass hips. Come on. It's never slow enough that you can't maintain it with diet unless there's something that yeah, wrong, right. though. Yeah. Um. But but like like I said, so people there it, there's a trade off. There's a good and bad to both of them. And some people are in the middle. They can gain weight, you know, somewhat easy if they eat bad. But they can also gain muscle somewhat easy because the faster your thyroid is, the harder it's going to be to put on muscle because your body is eating everything. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. and, and it is. And so it's like a double-edged you, sword, especially when you diet, it you is. lose mass all over, which sucks because yes. muscle helps. I didn't know fat, that part. So it's like I didn't know that part about like the hyperthyroidism. If it if it overworks, mm-hmm. it's harder to gain muscle. I didn't know that. Yeah, Maddie 100%. had to eat a lot in order to gain muscle. Like Maddie was one of those people who had a really fast metabolism, and he had to make sure that he was on it. And the minute he oh, stopped, wow. is the minute he'd like lean out. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to think of your body as you have to. Really go back to like you know primal days because mm-hmm. we haven't evolved that much so if you're not eating you're the starvation mode thing like first of all is real but it's not as significant as a lot of people think like there's like a 15 or 10 percent decrease in your thyroid hormone you know after like dieting for so long but it caps it doesn't keep going down permanently and then it'll come back up you know, mm-hmm. but it's your body's way of preserving calories. Also, if you do the same amount of exercise every day, your body will actually be able to do that more efficiently without with burning less calories doing the same exact amount of work. Mostly memory. Beautiful yeah. Things. So that's like why you should like change it up. Mm-hmm. You have to really like shock your body. Like it's going to learn things. It, mm-hmm. It's going to learn routines. Uh, like your body doesn't know how much weight you're lifting though. It doesn't know it's lifting 40 pounds, you know, like it just knows the resistance that it's feeling. So that's like why, for example, if you're, uh, let's say you're like bench pressing like a hundred pounds or whatever, if you're bench pressing a hundred pounds, there's a, there's a bunch of different variables that go into gaining muscle. Like sure. Like the actual load matters a hundred pounds. But if you take five seconds to perform that one rep of a hundred pounds versus if you go a lot slower and do it for 10 seconds, you're going to feel it more. Yeah, yeah. Time under tension, load, and volume. So the amount of sets and reps. Mm-hmm. So there's multiple ways to gain muscle. And that's exactly why a power lifter can be, you know, stronger than someone that's like bigger. Like, yeah, you know, right, like right. More we reps talked There's about the that. show muscles and then there's the practical muscles. Yeah. Yeah and, yeah. and there's a correlation between muscle size and strength. Yeah. But it's not huge. Like there's a cap. Like, like it, you can. Uh, so strength is more nervous system than muscle. Me and Sarah kept locking eyes. Sorry. You could be, <laughs> be 185 pounds and be way stronger than some dude that's 230, like Jack. Dude, truly, like, wholeheartedly when, believe when that. When he went to his powerlifting There's competition. There's a cap, though. When he went you know? to his powerlifting oh, competition, which he placed first in, by the way. Good job. We're all proud of you. To John. I was, um, I was very grateful. I just want to say that the people that participated in that, con- like, that competition, a 
lot of them, like the women, they don't look like they would power lift. Like, a lot of we, strength in those muscles. Me and John had this conversation on the drive home. Like, I was stunned at the amount of weight. Some little, like, 5'4 girl. Mm-hmm. And she's not even, like, she doesn't look like a bodybuilder. She just looks like me or you. Normal. Like, yeah. normal, normal person. Just, that's crazy to me. Yeah, like, the more muscle you have, I would say the more potential you have in the long run. Like, mm-hmm. potential to... The higher your cap will be. Right. But um, it's not everything. Like, you know, we're talking, it's it's all neurological adaptation because right. your muscle can contract way harder than you think. It could make way more force than you think, but it just doesn't. You know, you have to really train your mind to, it has to think that it's like life or death. And that's why you see like some situations of like, you know, like real life, there's that lady who lifted a car off her son or daughter. Yeah. But yeah. that's like fight or flight. Like, what can that's your adrenaline, body do? That's adrenaline, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's nothing that you could do in the gym to replicate something like no, that. No, not unless um, somebody's dying in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Now they have like smelling salts. Like I was doing like smelling salts. Oh, that I fucking it. don't like Yo, them. Dude, they don't do much for me. If you take a sniff of those smelling salts, it. I like, have one time. I like yeah, I have Red Bulls. Like, and you were sensitive to it again. Like, really? not used to it. It made me cry. Yeah. It was so like powerful. It Something's made my tear ducts cry. Like, I don't like it. Something's different about this shit. There's probably like a that's addictive. People... That's that shit that's supposed to bring you back to life if you're like passed out. Yeah, that's what happened mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. At the doctor's office, dude. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Of all oh places. my god. Kind of convenient, but like very still good place to smelling pass salts out. they used, and I was like, "What the fuck? Where am I? What planet am I on?" Oh my god. Yeah. It was not. That's like putting food in front of like a sleeping dog's <gasps> nose. Yeah, Hello? yeah. That's literally a great analogy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a dream. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard. I mean, you you know, like it's like I said, it's all neurological you know um what i will say is a lot of people think like if they don't go to the gym they're going to lose muscle uh scientifically a hundred percent it takes four weeks and this study was done in in depending on your thyroid that can't walk bedroom people four weeks of non-activity at all. We're talking laying in bed, not doing your job. Like vegetable? To lose actual muscle tissue. Okay? Ooh. Now, sure, when you're working out and everything, you're going to be have inflammation. You're going to be you're gonna, pulling You tear water. your muscles. Yeah, yeah you tear you're your muscles. you water into your muscles, etc. Mm-hmm. So if you stop working out, you're going to, like, deflate. Yeah. But it's not actual muscle tissue. That stuff is only gone for a day until you, like, fill up and, and wow. rehydrate again. But strength happens you lose strength a lot faster like it's about like two oh weeks to a week because it's your nervous system it adapts a lot faster right you damn what a I fake mean, ass whenever body. I, i've noticed oh. that because like whenever i've taken breaks between religiously going to the like last year i went to the gym every day after work and i noticed a significant difference when i started getting involved in like yoga and cycling it's a different Mm -hmm. kind of working out but like when you're not lifting consecutively like that Mm -hmm. you absolutely good luck fucking walking you absolutely notice a difference in your endurance Mm -hmm. and your power too that's crazy 
Yeah, and, and I would say like if you're running like a long distance runner or something, that's even sooner. Like you yeah. need to. Oh yeah, you yeah. gotta keep up on like, like the every red day. blood cell thing is very adaptive. Mm-hmm. Well, we were um, made to run as humans. Like we are literally made to run. We ran through the forest. Yeah, first. we are literally like the way we stand up, right? We're, yeah. And our our asses are for like the way we're. <laughs> it really is like that's part of like whole, like how we're yeah we're designed to run. Yeah. Like we that's the one thing we should be doing. Mm. Yeah, but like what I uh, bring it back to what I was saying before about the uh, artificial sweetener thing. Um, oh, I love this like little. I see Sarah's eyes just go like, I get it, John. John, I just like listening to him talk. Like, <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna find up like you no, both have like a debate over I mean, it. Certain things he says, I make a mental note of it to like go back to it later to debate. But like, I just love the way he talks. Well, I just me, memorized. Me memorized. What's healthier, being a healthy body weight in the long term? Okay. Get you want to fight today, John? I know. <laughs> We're talking about blood markers. We're talking about your cholesterol being. You got to think about all these factors. Think about all. I'm these on your factors. side. I'll poison myself. I... With sweeteners. One thing: blood pressure, cholesterol, uh, atherosclerosis, like the hardening of your and arteries. I'm just gonna That's say... all from just being overweight. I... Versus artificial sweetener. What's more dangerous? You're in the triggering term? me right now That's simply because podcast. what the fuck? Hell yeah. What can I ask you <laughs> this? Yeah. What was, this is the ins- only time I could trigger Sarah and get away with it. <laughs> and it's like, for a good cause. T- uh, listen, <laughs> unless we're playing a fucking we're doing this or we're playing a board game, this bitch knows how to trigger me. But That's part I just want to say, what's your answer to this? What the fuck do people used to do before artificial sweeteners? Okay, they used to use olive oil in moderation. And they wouldn't be fucking overweight. They'd okay. be healthy. No. Here's another debate too. Like, to lose weight and to keep the weight off, it has to be a lifestyle. So you're yes. implying that they would have to be with artificial sweeteners, but you're also saying it's a tool. But people who are addicted to sugar will find another vice to be addicted to. They will find something that is not good for them to be addicted to to keep the weight off. So it's like if they either stay with this artificial sweetener and keep their body weight down, or they're going to go back to that shit and they're going to gain the weight because it is a lifestyle at the end of the day. See, I just go back to like, you ru- could, I just go back to like the rustic times of like no vice, no anything. You just eat whole foods and you just feel good and you keep the weight off and you're healthy. That's literally the reason why people were, because things weren't, the way they processed. Right. They weren't processed. People had to actually move their bodies and farm and use their bodies. Nobody had like a desk job where they sat down. Like everybody was physically active and there was only so much to go around and it wasn't just handed to you. You had to work for well, it. Right. But that's also part of being in an active lifestyle. And if we have to do that nowadays of like, since we're so much more sedentary, we should be able to say, if you want it enough, again, it is a lifestyle. The mm-hmm. whole umbrella is a lifestyle, but just eat por- less. Right. Just starve yourself. Not starve fast. Fast. I'm gonna starve myself. <laughs> Worded sexier than that. Uh, God damn it. I don't know. I just feel like at the end of the day, you can be more active and eat well and still be at a good body weight without using artificial sweeteners. Period. Yeah, I don't like as like somebody. I'm not like I do like my sweets, but like when I'm in the pocket of losing weight, I just am like, okay, no more sweets. I don't need artificial sweetener. I don't need real sweetener. I just need fruit and just that's it. I'm a meat girl. A Mediterranean diet. I well, that's fruits a big part of that diet. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm all about the Mediterranean diet. That's like Mm -hmm. proven to be one of the most healthiest. I'm not even call it a diet. I'm gonna. I mean, I know people. It's referred to as a diet, but I think that that's more of a lifestyle. Yeah. If you eat like the Mediterranean quote-unquote diet that's a healthy balance of it's every just single like type of food no group. bread 
Yeah, no, not a lot of carbs. Like, yeah. Like refined carbs. Yeah, processed, yeah. Yeah. That's that's all it is. That's another thing, too. I don't know if you've heard of this, but, like, I saw that you posted that you found out about your blood type. And there's certain blood types that actually work well with certain diets. So once you find Ooh. out your blood type, it's, like, <gasps> how you process what? food and stuff. Yeah, People I was like, wrong. that is so cool that I you know that because you can use that. Yeah. Yo. You can use that for a certain diet. It, like, is, I don't know my blood type. It would be nice. But I know, I like, know. what makes don't me tick. Blood, they'll tell you. Um, I tried once. I can't I don't do have that. enough iron. I don't even like getting I'm blood tests done at the doctors. I won't fucking volunteer for that willingly. Really? Yeah. If I have to go get blood drawn, I will. But like, I will not sign up for the Red Cross and go and do it. Oh my god. I think my mom said I was like A B A B or B negative or something like that. I'm one of the A, one of the Bs. I don't fucking know. I know I'm not. Oh, crazy. Yeah. How about yeah. like, what's your take on donating plasma? Oh, I'm supportive of anything if anybody wants to donate it. Well, like, the process of, like, not donating it, like, I'm just saying, like, plasma, like... Taking your blood out and putting it back in and taking the plasma out, is that what you're saying? Yeah, like, how do they do that? That shit always intrigued me. Like, what, because I know, like, people It's just, like, the water of the blood. The water of the blood. That's, like, a really bad way of, like, explaining it, but it's, like... The liquid part of the blood? Yeah. Okay. It's like a yellowish, clear liquid. Yeah. (gasps) Ooh. Um, I've never really... It's got the (laughs) heebie-jeebies. It's so cool. So I think science is so cool. I've done it before. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. John just giving out everything. He's a giver, baby. He's That's they cool. pay you for donating plasma. Um, I, That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look platter. at the screen. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't done it in, in years. I don't enjoy it at all because... Mm. Um, I would simply pass out. When Ooh. you're donating plasma, you have a needle in your arm for at least an hour and a half. It that's takes rough. a long time because you have to separate it, etc. And I don't know if that's the reason why they pay you. They pay you like fifty dollars each time. Yeah. But I feel like you should get paid to donate blood too. No, the American if, Red Cross is corrupt as fuck. Pay you for plasma. Mm. American Red Cross, look it up. They're corrupt as fuck. Uh-huh. I don't know what they do. You shouldn't donate your blood. You should Ooh. go somewhere else. Well, they told me they showed me what hospital my blood went to. And of course, they'll always have the papers. Just what are they gonna do with the blood? I don't fucking know. They do. I think they sell, sell it. it. I think market. they take your free blood and they sell it. The black market. I hope they don't do like a satanic ritual with my blood. No, I mean who knows? <laughs> Actually, sell it on the black market Hell. for a satanic ritual. <laughs> no, I think they sell it to hospitals. So like they take your free blood and then they, it's like they upcharge. I think, oh. but don't quote Damn. me. it's fucked up. Again, it the is. Fucked. You know what's fucked up? We can't donate organs. Well, no, when you die, you're an organ donor. No, but I mean, oh, sorry, sell, sell, not donate, sell. That's the black market, illegally. baby. Yeah, I'm fucking mad. I wish I could do it legally. Put your spleen in a cooler. <laughs> <laughs> you no, don't really need I the spleen, right? I don't see right? why that wouldn't be legal, because, I mean, you're going to have a lot of people with health issues, though, because, mm. I mean, if you're young and you donate a kidney... You're going to be fine. They're not going to let anybody but. just donate. That's like having somebody be your surrogate or someone donate eggs. Mm. You have to be a certain BMI, right. certain height, certain weight, certain this, certain that. So I'm sure it'd be the same. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. There's such a big, like, overall health, fit, wellness, fitness, diet, nutrition, everything, BMI, all that shit. The, the umbrella for it all is so complex and i feel like everybody who gets intimidated intimidated over like this topic it's only like the tip of the iceberg honestly in a lot of sense like we just talked about like 50 almost what not 50 but like we talked about a lot of shit and it's still being encompassed like everything like yeah 
I feel like women's side of the actually I can't even say that men and women are both toxic in the health industry yeah. and everything they cram down your throat and everything they tell you to do and everything they tell you not to do and not everybody's body's the same way nope. not everybody's genetics is the same way nope. so it's so it's so subjective I think that's a really good word yeah, yeah to it's use. 100% true everybody's different every different workout routine will work with different people so it's really important when you're looking at people on instagram and stuff to think yeah maybe i could try this but if i can't do your this body type? and it doesn't work for me it doesn't mean there's anything wrong that's with a you. really good mm-hmm. point most honey. important thing is you got to find something that gives you uh results that's sustainable because the most important thing and studies that they found with people who kept weight off is that it's sustainable in the long term right. because believe it or not um 95% of people that lose a significant amount of weight, um, or no, it's 80% of people that lose a significant amount of weight, gain it back within the first year, all of it. And, almost and then some. as much people gain back more than they started with. Right. Which you can imagine that puts you in a severe state of depression. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why... Uh, Crash diets don't work. I crash diet and I've lost 40 pounds. I was 40 pounds lighter at one point and I was in my pocket. And then I was like, I can't sustain this any longer because you literally have to eat clean all the time. Yeah, that's a lot. So I put the weight back on. Yeah. And I'm going to lose it again. And I'll go back up and I'll yo yo all the time. So, like, yo yoing, um, you can kind of help with that. Like, you can. Stay oh, I'm a, getting free fucking advice. You stay at a calorie deficit for a while, and you can figure out what your maintenance calories are um, mm-hmm. to kind of maintain your weight. You could do that for a while to kind of like help satiate yourself, and then you could go back down. Um, that's what I was. That's what I'm currently doing, actually. I think. I mean, I never tracked last year. I never tracked my calories, but like I noticed, like calories I, are everything. I know, but like for weight loss, I, and I. I did it blindly. I kind of just went by how my clothes felt, which I thought was like the more mentally healthy way to do it for me personally. You're such a holistic hottie. I try because like I Sarah, have a bad rep with you. the scale. Uh... I'm still healing my relationship with the scale. And a lot of people I know share that same common fear. So I did it without calories last year and it worked. I lost like 20, 20 pounds, 25 pounds. I think last That's year, significant. but I gained a good portion of it back, you know, you know, getting a relationship, getting happy, getting confident, thinking you can eat whatever you want. And it's like, well, you blinked and you didn't pay attention. And now I'm not necessarily back to square one, but I'm not where I want to be. Mm-hmm. So I had to cut down and now I'm in a deficit again. And I feel like in fitness though, once you get at where you want to be, you still won't be happy because there's not. always going to be the next goal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that way, John? Um, are you ever happy? Happy, but that was a deep. That was a deep. Oh, I mean, are you ever happy? Content, Content, but you want more. If I can, but I would be happy just where I am. Jealous, Um, because if you realize that you're never going to be happy, or you're never, you know, you're you're not going to be happy. I think it's best to just look at what you want to be and do it. And maintain it because it's hard enough to maintain it itself. Um, but I think you have to use the scale um, or body fat measurements because it takes a long, long time for someone to look at food and estimate how many calories are in it. Right. Uh, a lot of people you have think to they're hurt eating yourself. something not 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people use a lot of condiments to add a lot of calories. Yeah, it's it's really meticulous. Um, it's really meticulous. It's very hard to look at yourself honestly and say, oh, I lost weight today. Um, it's almost impossible to see that on a daily basis. You might be able to see it weekly. But um, just going by clothes, um, if you ate uh, all vegetables the day before, and then the next day you go and get a, uh, you eat two Big Macs, you're going to wake Ooh, up the Big next Big Macs. Let, let's say you ate one Big Mac the whole day. So technically you're still <laughs> under your calories. So you're losing fat. Okay. Um, are your pants going to fit tighter the next day? Yeah, you're going to be puffy. Yes, because you're bloated. Right. So that's, if you're eating consistently good and you know you are, and you're eating the same foods, that could be an accurate way to measure it. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Like, I would treat myself. Not I didn't cut a cheat day, though. I didn't, but that's that. the thing. I didn't have a cheat day. I still ate what I wanted to eat. I just didn't overindulge, and I knew when to cut it. Yeah. That's the difference. You want to do a cheat meal, not yeah. a cheat day. Because if, let's say, like... Cheat day, you could blow your whole week's calories out of proportion. Exactly. I think people, that's why I didn't do I that. think people look at it like a day-to-day. Day. It is a whole week thing. Girl. People yeah. look at a cheat day and, and, and binge. Bad. That's why I don't do yeah. that, because that's what tripped me up. You like want to have mm-hmm. a, me- a nice, satiating meal yeah. that you normally have. You want to go best... out to dinner on Friday night? Go out. Pop right. pussy. Right. The best thing to do is to go out or order something that's already portioned. Right. Rather than, like, buying... Uh, let's say like you buy like girl a dinner Oreos or something. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, then what will happening is you won't have a portion. You'll go and snack on it later. It's a whole mm-hmm. fucking if, half a sleeve. Listen, more than half a sleeve. I could eat, I could eat a, a whole bag. Let's say you buy a pizza. I know like this might not, a lot of people might not like this, but if you buy a, a pizza and that's your cheat meal to have like four slices of pizza. I'm having cold pizza the next day. Yeah. And the next day. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, throw the pizza away or give yeah. it to somebody else because. Just don't buy the pizza. Yeah. You're not gonna. Your body is smarter than you think. Right. So you got to think. Am I gonna? You know, right now I might be strong enough to not give into them temptations. But when I'm hungry, am I going to be strong enough to right. overcome that? You got to think about. You have to think ahead. Mm-hmm. All right. That's you really, don't buy yeah. foods. Do not put foods in your house. That you know you you're going to give in to. That is so hard to say, though, to women because they have children. They have family. Mm. And that family and those children are not going to be well, on the same that's, diet. That's about willpower, baby. It is. When I no, lived home with, when I lived yeah, home with my family, everybody... So I was on a health kick and everybody else ate what they wanted to eat and that was fine. Mm-hmm. And I did not do that. I... And it took a lot of willpower. And then, like, people would say, well, stop buying cookies. Stop buying ice cream. And it's like, well, you don't that have to d- eat that it. That shit pisses me off. You don't when have people to say eat that. it. You can look at it and you can shut the refrigerator and go drink a glass of water you if you want to. Uh, peer pressure, too, though. Oh, my people God. People would be like, uh, you know, would be like, oh, why don't you eat some more? Oh, oh uh, your mom made you food. But yeah. it's like the most unhealthiest shit ever. So you eat some of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I get that too, uh, I guess. Jordan yeah. will get uh, fast food. And I've been dieting for about the past three weeks. And I lost about like 10, 12 pounds. Mm-hmm. And he'll get fast food. And he'll be like, just get fast food with me. You're not fun. Oh. Like, he eats so bad. He eats absolutely off like a pile of pierogies, hobnardones. I think he has a fast metabolism, doesn't he? He, he must. He's lean as fuck. Yeah, he is yeah. lean. He's like, I've been riding off of my wrestling body like my whole life. He was athletic really young. I he, and he was I, a wrestler. I truly believe that like if you're thinner when you're younger, that you have a better chance at being thinner when you're older and if you're heavier when you're younger you are going to be heavier when you're yeah. older unless you maintain it and he's right. just 
he was very lean and he was very much into fitness right and now he's just he doesn't have to do anything wow yeah Yeah. love that for him yeah some people are just lucky i guess i know it's like i'm a big bitch if i'm eating one he's i'm three psalms yeah i'm be big i can't be having that i'll gain like 60 pounds if i ate like the way i really wanted to and i truly believe like there's certain things that we can eat and can't eat like I could, I could have, let's say he could have a bread all week. Cause that's literally what he eats. Bread doesn't get anything. If I have bread for like a whole week, I'm putting on five pounds easy. Mm-hmm. Like it's bad. So like, that's yeah. not fair. Just different body types. Yeah. It's crazy how accurate it is. My sister with ice cream. Don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. She has ice cream. She'll be gaining weight. Mm. weird well i feel like dairy in itself is very inflammatory for like anybody i don't care what anybody says you could be lactose or non-lactose well there's a there's a study that almost everybody in america is lactose intolerant to some degree sure because of the chemicals in your stomach wearing down or some shit like that and what they put in dairy for nothing i do believe though that like when i clean up my diet like now my stomach is like non-bothered by a lot of shit just from having a healthy microbiome Mm -hmm. like if you get your probiotics and your prebiotics you're pretty much good and dairy like you'll have an inflammation if you're like pounding dairy constantly and it also it also counts if you like don't drink all the time or smoke well that fucks your microbiome up all that shit like literally drinking ah the the amount of things you have to do to like like repair yeah from just a small amount of time that you devote to like binge drinking i do be when i drink i drink yeah but, but you don't I do like, it all every weekend or every day like you imagine i'd be five thousand pounds alcohol puts weight on me easy well that's five thousand I, I was so bloated like two even as easily as like three two three four years ago i was like probably the biggest I've well ever your been. cortisol levels you'll yeah. have moon face like oh i had God. moon face i also did i look at pictures and i'm just like oh you look, girl Same. You look i couldn't even so see my dimples mm. like girl you look you're smiling regular and you can see like just your whole having a good time oh yeah having a good time relatable i feel like we were both in the trenches simultaneously in we that time of our life were. trap house mm. <laughs> oh my god yeah but yeah there's there's a bunch of different uh hormones like as you gain weight and eat bad um so you're you know like for example like with jordan the faster metabolism you have the harder it is to get in you know have insulin sensitivity issues uh because you're burning the <gasps> sugar uh, off faster that math's math uh, but re- inflammation in terms of your gut it's inflammation so like think about like a tennis elbow or something mm-hmm. it's not it doesn't happen overnight it's not pain it's something that builds up. So that's why when you said that you, when you eat healthy food, you don't have a lot of inflammation when you eat something that normally inflames you because it's something that you have healthy, right? Right. Cause you already very uninflamed. So mm-hmm. when you ate that normal, when you ate that thing that normally inflames you, it didn't do anything because it just raised the bar a little. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, it doesn't it push you over down. the edge. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, um, you're not like digging the knife into the wound. You're kind yeah. of just the knife's just there. Like yeah, that makes the math to me. Okay, you know, I'm glad it kind of makes sense. Something to think about um, in terms of lactose intolerance. Uh, yeah, chemicals and are definitely. Uh, I mean, 
a lot of men have more estrogen than they used to. Yeah, your testosterone um, levels now are actually equivalent, which would be considered infertile like 60 years ago. <gasps> yeah. Microplastics what? are whooping our asses. Oh, my God. Actually, yeah. men's asses more than women. Um, right, yeah. And, and when you think about lactose intolerance, um, most, I mean, most of the world gets more lactose intolerant as you get older mm-hmm. and in my personal opinion like i said you have to go back to when we were primal um there was the no reason, milk the reason why we are lacto uh we're able to accept lactose when we're younger is because you have to think about there was no baby formula when you were young so when you were a kid you drank milk from right. your mother or whatever you know i didn't so uh, my mom did not have me sucking on her titties as you get older your body realizes it doesn't need that anymore. So that's why, as you get old, you... You're lacking the enzyme that breaks it down. Oh. You lose the that's enzyme really that breaks it down. Look at it. Like, Wait, so people who don't aren't breastfed? No, no, no. Are, I'm, just, I'm just saying your body I'm, still thinks... We talk about breastfeeding. I'm confused. Wait. I was going to say, I'd never sucked on a nipple a day in my life. And you're my, not lactose, but it, but it or are you lactose? Uh, not when I'm eating. When I have a healthy microbiome, I don't have an issue okay, with so it. Okay, so it doesn't matter, essentially, is what yeah. you're saying. Okay. No, it might, it, like, if you were breastfeeding, it might, like, you might not get lactose intolerant as fast. Okay. But all I'm saying is, whether you drink milk or not your whole life, you're going to become lactose intolerant as you get older, or um, more lactose intolerant than you were. Okay. You might not completely, but what I'm saying is, that, that trend is because you were designed to drink milk before there was formula before there was anything as a child when you there was nothing need when you to have cave, milk when you were a caveman. i cave baby <laughs> I, yeah. you don't need to have milk once you're past this or what is it six months yeah i, think I so. truly believe you do not need milk there's oh. no reason that milk should be even i think milk is so gross I think it is the most nastiest foul shit. I hate people that like milk. I hate people that promote milk. I drink oat I milk. I just think it's so gross. I drink oat right milk. You like, I like oat milk. Okay, I'm, milk, I, I'm like talking about milk. cow milk. Cow, I'm cow talking, milk cow is milk. good. Yeah, nut it's milk. It's we love nut milk. Yeah, we love oat milk. milk. I can't tell you the, <laughs> la- the last time that I drank like cow milk. Stop. Oh my God. I can't even remember. Oh my God. No. Jordan loves. Like four or five years ago. Jordan loves cow milk. No. This man is built entirely what different from fuck? me. I don't like it anymore. It starts to taste weird. After yeah, you probably like pus. What the fuck's wrong with the cows no, and the shit pus. they do? There's pus in it. Yes. There is pus in what it. What do you mean? From them sucking on it and everything, it causes inflammation and there's pus in the milk. From it's all pasteurized Listen, and chemical. We yeah. can talk about what they do on those dairy not farms. Only that, okay? It's very bad for your bones. It's actually yeah. acidic. It's not good for your bones. The shit that they did on, like, to the cows and the shit that they're producing, if they're beating the shit out of cows and feeding them shit, imagine what the what's in the milk. That's well, what if you're drinking good. whole milk from a natural dairy farm that the cows are you know, rubbed and loved, and they're put in a spa. No, like, hand, like, I know exactly what you're talking like about. Like a net, like a farm, no. like a local farm. They're healthy, Gross. like hillside farms. Why Do you, you think that it still you... has the same pus? No, like the inflammatory stuff. Do you yeah. Think... Oh yeah. 
it's not good. We should not be drinking cow milk. It was not designed for humans at any point in any given time, any era of our life. We should not be drinking cow milk. Human milk only. If you can't do that, you should be. We should. We are nuts. We are not. We are humans. We should be eating nuts. That's what our teeth are designed for. I we should be think... eating meat. Some that's like up in the air, but I think we're like greens, meat, and nuts. If you look at our teeth and fruit, bitch, and fruit, it's for grinding. Yeah. What would also serve besides that? Bread. We shouldn't be having grains. I don't think anybody we should be having refined sugar. Yeah, we shouldn't be having sugar. No sugar. Anything that you wouldn't find in nature. Anything that doesn't come in a box, bro. Essentially, yeah. or a container. Greens, meats, nuts, nuts, nuts. We should nuts. actually. We should all be eating more nuts in our lives. That's like that's the, that's, the episode, so, that's the episode name. Yeah, nuts. <laughs> Eat <Yeah>. more nut. <laughs> Yeah. Where's Mandy at? <laughs> I just truly believe that these are just, it helps with your brain. There's like something about like health benefits with your brain with nuts. It's because mm. of the healthy fats. Yes. It's Bodies. The same they say uh, fish oil is good for your brain. Yes. Mm. More nuts. Nature. So, no, stop drinking milk, John. And that's exactly why I was drinking soap milk. Baby. Not, okay, pure. I think that's just delicious. Mm. I think it tastes like a milkshake. Why no, yeah. drinking old milk. Good. That's all about queen. It. Queen. That's you ever hear of the ketogenic diet? Yeah. So I lost um, so much weight and I did it one month. Did you keep it? Yeah. Did you keep it all? No, I fucking didn't because why? I'm going back to the bullshit. Well, it's also it was not funny. I just wanted feasible. to see what it was about. I that lifestyle is not feasible to me. Yeah, it's not. But I wanted Very to see what it was about. Very hard to maintain that diet on long term. Yeah. yeah. And it's not necessarily healthy because of all the fats that you're pumping into your body. Right. Like with the meats and the cheeses, cholesterol. Yeah. 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 Uh, but the reason that works so good is because you're counting the calories. There's no carbs, so your insulin sensitivity goes really You go good. into a ketogenic state where you're constantly burning fat. Right. But yeah. it was actually uh, designed for people with schizophrenia, not schizophrenia, um, seizures. Right. Yes, because uh, your brain, so when you're in ketosis, your brain is has a very stable supply of energy. So you, that's why usually you feel more clear-headed. Um, that's why, like, when you eat a bunch of shit food, you, like, wake up the next day foggy. <laughs> it's because of the blood sugar highs and lows. Um, and the highs and lows in blood sugar also have a direct correlation between cravings, too. So, um... Period. Yeah. Yeah, and for someone that that's their main struggle, they usually do good on a ketogenic diet. But like you said... Um, it's very hard to like maintain it because if you go to have a cheat meal or something, you're kicking yourself straight out of the state. You're kind of limited to those foods. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, I've done it before and I was just eating everything I ate was greasy. Really? Like cheese that. or greasy? I'd be breaking like, out like no tomorrow. I just had like cheese slices and meat. I was what having like sausage. It's a, it's a charcuterie board moment it is that's literally what it's you eat is charcuterie charcuterie wait you were having sausage yeah like sausages sir you're gonna like stroke protein i mean i was trying to like do a protein diet i get it protein I, slash ketogenic yeah um that's crazy so let's talk about calories right so like yeah, fuck like, I was, yeah. like i was saying before those are my best friend like uh calories in calories out works but every calorie is not a calorie. Oh, I'm cracking my shoulder. Oh, Sorry. I heard in a, that. In a way, like a calorie is a calorie, but it's about how your body uses them. Um, so if you take someone that like they're uh, 
maintenance calories, it takes 2,500 calories to maintain their weight. Okay, if you feed them, uh, let's say you feed them 2,700 calories, so that's 200 over, uh, and you feed them 2,700 calories of french fries, which is just all carbs and fat, um, and then you feed them 2,700 calories of, like, uh, meat, like chicken. It takes your body, uh, so if you eat 100 calories of chicken, your body is going to, just to digest it, take longer, take about 15% of those calories. Oh, well, also to, to, to process it. To process it. Okay. And along with that, if you're lifting weights, your body is able to use those calories where, where the carbs, unless you're actively doing energy, because there's no, there's no, uh, like storage, uh, for carbs rather than like glycogen in your muscles and stuff. But like, it's either going to go to fat, but if you're not lifting weights, it's, it's pretty much going to go to fat if it's an excess but the protein, uh, your body, you know, uses a lot of it for digestion, which carbs, it's almost like nothing. It's like five, maybe like 3% thermogenic effect. But the protein so can protein, go towards yeah. using muscle too, like, mm -hmm. like building muscle. So it has multiple avenues of them calories, not just going directly to fat. They're used, they're usable for other things. Like if you're in a calorie surplus and that surplus is from pure fat, you can bet that it's going to go to your fat stores on your body. But if, if you're eating a calorie surplus of like protein, it's very hard to turn like protein calories into fat. And that's another thing too. Like when girls are in their calorie, well, I guess guys will do it too, but when they're in calorie deficits, it takes longer. It's always more ideal to get your calories through protein rather than like a carb or something. Cause you'll feel fuller longer. You won't feel like you're in a calorie deficit that bad. Mm. Yeah, I so, mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, if, if you're still eating over your calorie, mm -hmm. you know, your maintenance calories, you're going to gain weight. Right. Uh, whether it's protein or not. Because, a calorie is a calorie, but it's not a calorie, is what I'm gathering. Yeah, what, I, what I'm saying is you can get away with more because you're going to be counting calories and you're going to be going by that. But if you're eating better calories, like with more protein, your body's going to be you know Happier. taking some of that percentage towards something but you're still going to be counting it as if it was all it all like mattered towards your your weight loss yeah you know that and that's sense. why like a lot of people they go in the gym and they'll like log in my fitness pal and everything and you know they'll like log their you, like you were saying before you can't out eat you, you can't out exercise a, shit a bad diet, diet. Yeah. you know if you if you ate like a burger like 300 calories or whatever you need to go to the gym and work for like an hour and a half on the treadmill to just for that one burger. And that's, that's such things, a toxic you know, way to even look at dieting too. Like for right. somebody being like, I need to go work. To, like you should to be enjoying yeah. life. You should no. be enjoying your food. You yeah. should be enjoying working out. Like it shouldn't be like, I need to do this to get rid of this. Yeah. You really want to do cardiovascular exercise. You never want to do that and think, oh, okay, I could eat more because I did that. Mm -hmm. This no. is a recipe for disaster. It's mainly like you just want to enjoy it for your health. And if anything, um, I always was told do like cardio for better sleep better sex and better uh heart health and lift weights to lose fat that's what i was always 
under the assumption it was you you burn more calories when you lose weight rather or when you, when wow, you, when gain you muscle. lose weight when you gain <laughs> muscle rather than doing cardio and i think that's why body composition is very important i think it's more important than automatically going straight to dieting i think it's important to build your your body before you decide to go ahead and cut right. because i think a lot of girls and i hate to say this but like skinny fat is a very real thing mm. and it's when girls go straight to dieting they don't build up any of their mass no. and like when you're in a calorie deficit or you're dieting you're still it's you're still gonna lose muscle your body's gonna eat the muscle but like i don't know i just think it's important that girls just don't focus on just i'm a huge cardio bitch because i like the feeling i like the rush i like the high i love my walks but i think it's important to make sure that like you build your composition you build your ass you build your thighs and you i don't like even your like where your weight goes before you lose that weight you pump iron yeah make sure you pump iron depending on the body too like i'm naturally like a thicker girl like and like bot i guess bottom heavy type yeah and it's like i don't have to get under a lot of weight to have a certain body type when other girls have to get under a lot of weight and they have they probably do less cardios like is better for them like i definitely have a slower thyroid yeah you know what i mean so do i i'm on medicine for it Oh, yeah, re- really? I am. I am is it working for you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think half of it is because I fell off with, like, my eating. Um, Do you have, like, any type of, like, autoimmune diseases in your family? I Did have I ask you about hypothyroidism. That? I have that. Oh, it's in your family. Well, I don't know if it's in my family. I keep telling the women to get tested. They still haven't gone. It might be. It usually uh-huh. is. So I wouldn't doubt that my mom has it. My mom actually struggled she's back and forth with weight loss, you know, her whole life. So that's, you know, and my sister, it's a family thing. It's weight loss, getting on it, getting off of it. it you know, everybody struggles with that. Yeah. My so, family's mess, but I wouldn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if the thyroid is a problem somewhere down the family tree. So, yeah, but I just got diagnosed with that earlier this year and put uh, on medicine for it. Actually, the holistic hottie I try to be, I want to try to see if there's a way that I can possibly not be on it and still, you know, get keep, it, it, keep it at bay, get it in check. Um, the search continues. I heard good things about castor oil packs. I heard stuff about castor oil um, for like multiple castor benefits. oil apparently is like a magic oil mm-hmm. that it's supposed to like drain and detox and stuff like that. But Ooh. I'm so su- I don't know. I'm scared. I'm gonna let my holistic friends do that first before I try it. But mm. in essence, yeah, horror the horror. Wow, what am I gonna do? Period. Dance the horror. <laughs> <laughs> Hormone health mm. and the thyroid go. They play a big part in in it, especially. I feel like with women too, like it's hard to like because you have hypothyroidism, you have to like certain workouts because of your cortisol level. Like you shouldn't do anything too That's stressful a because fad right now, do you want to know people? I know cortisol is is an extreme topic and it's relevant, but I think a lot of people use it as an excuse to. Oh boost. my god! Like oh my god, cycle syncing hormone health, and I love all that shit. I I am one for cycle syncing. Okay, one cycle syncing is just an energy thing. I don't believe in like the cortisol thing, but no, I think but- it, if you have a hypothyroidism or something like that, your cortisol is affected. I'm sure, but don't make it the epitome of like. <sighs> I don't know how to like. I know what you mean. I feel like almost in a sense, people are talking like you need to be this way or you're defective. Yeah. And that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. I see it a lot on TikTok anymore. Yeah. And like all socials. Just. 
just in, in my eyes, health and fitness should be aimed around what makes you feel good as an individual mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Yes. Be it. Enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy the it. journey. Enjoy the journey. Do what you got to do, but just make sure you're careful and you're healthy and you feel good while you're doing it. Period. 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 You have anything more to share? How are you going to yeah. try and... Yeah, I'll go ahead. Sorry. Any final thoughts? Yeah. So um, in terms of the thyroid, assuming your thyroid is working correctly and you're producing enough hormone, by the way, the thing that um, Sarah's prescribed... Um, some people have two separate problems when they have hypothyroid. I'm not talking about like low thyroid, but still a normal range. Um, it's either there's two separate hormones. So there's a hormone called T4 that she's on and it's your body produces T4 first and then converts it to T3, which is the active thyroid hormone that actually does something. So some people have a problem converting it. And some people have a problem like like just having like the the, the active hormone. Yeah, so some doctors pres- prescribe the T4 but the person's problem is converting it and it never does anything. That's why it's important to get um blood work, but let's if you have normal thyroid and you're not on medicine, um diet doesn't matter. If you're on active thyroid hormone T3, it doesn't matter what your diet is cuz you have it, you know. Mm-hmm. You have like it's it's being put in your body but mm-hmm. iodine is 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 the so important that's the vitamin so for your thyroid that's yes. where it makes thyroid hormone from and yeah. um i don't think himalayan salt has um i don't know i'm pretty sure it doesn't have iodine in it i know normal table salt does but if you're taking a multivitamin it usually has 100 percent of your they say the best salt to um, have is celtic sea salt it has like sea every salt i don't think it has iodine Celt- Celtic. Maybe Celtic does. Celtic sea salt. FDA regulate iodine and all of our food. Apparently. Uh, because they don't want. Yeah, they put it in because people who like don't get enough get those goiters. You ever see that? Goiters. Yeah, you ever see that? Like Mm. it's like this huge, like swollen, like yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's the thyroid that's it's, like yeah. That? It's from lack of iodine. Oh and my I think god! The one thing the government does do right is trying to make sure that we get enough iodine. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I. I, uh, that's really scary, actually. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but to, uh, close it out, I think, um, at the end of the day, the most important thing that you do is find something that works with your lifestyle. And if you have a workout routine or a diet that's working for you, um, stick with it. Uh, um, you know, as long as it's healthy for you mentally. And try not to look at someone else that's saying, oh, you only go to the gym three days a week. I go five days a week. Because at the Eat end of the my day, ass. it's mm. all about the overall weekly volume. So if you go to the gym three days a week versus five days a week, the only thing that matters is that you have to do a little bit more in those three days, you know, session, session-wise. You know, you got to be there a little bit longer. You know, if you go to the gym five days a week, you may only have to do one body part a day because you're going five days. But, you know, if you're going three days, you just have to do a little bit more in that day. But as long as that work is getting done, it's not going to affect your weekly progress at all. So don't look at other people that are doing things and think, oh, you know, uh, Joe is going to the gym five days a week. 
I'm not going to get as good a progress as him. You just need to equate it. Like you need to equate the volumes, sets, and reps uh, for your lifestyle. And I think like an important you know, takeaway too is it doesn't need to be fancy to be effective. No, you can eat the same thing every day and do the same workouts means. if you really wanted to. I think as a woman, and you could yeah. lose weight. I can't really say that when it comes to growth with men because like I'm not. Yo, dude, no, I was like a robot last uh, year with how I went to the gym and what true. I ate. That's it was true. the I, even to this day. I think I modified my grocery list just a tad, but I buy the same shit. You can ask him think, every week. It's basically if the it same works, shit. you do it. Yeah, it's it's true with uh, exercise too to an right. extent. You do the same exercises. Like if you're, I mean, you just like if you're trying to build muscle, you have to switch it up. Muscle. Uh, what is it? It's like the load. What is it? The weight load or load bearing volume. work and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. You don't even have to change your exercises or, or weightlifting exercises. You just have to change something. So, like I was saying before, you could be lifting the same amount of weight, but if you're if you're if your time and retention is way longer, that's still more stress than your body's experienced before. Yeah. There's a different, there's a bunch of different ways to, to do it. Well, I you think know. that that's a really good explanation, and um, we really appreciate all your insight because this is like yeah. eye opening. Yeah. I think a tell lot of people us, need to hear this. Tell us really quick about um, your personal training. Give I want oh, you yeah, to like a little business moment. We're gonna like shout you out how you could be reached um we're gonna talk about yeah maybe what your training plans entail just so you can get more clientele if you're if you're into it tell us Uh, about your fitness yeah yeah, yes i mean if if anybody's interested you could message me on my instagram which we'll have linked um yeah yeah Jonathan Kazmarchik. People can't spell that. Uh, I was we'll gonna spell it. <laughs> no, we'll but spell yeah, in the bio. We'll put it. We'll have yeah, the link for you. Yeah, you can message you. me. Um, you know, I offer. Um, I'm not really writing like written diet plans for people, um, because it's very complex and it changes a lot. But I'm willing to kind of like give personalized advice, you know, based off of like the things I was talking about here. Um, I think it's really important to kind of look at like the way people are eating and look at their situation, where they're coming from before you prescribe something right. to somebody. That is such a good thing that you're offering. You're not just looking um, at them mm-hmm. as like, oh, you're a human. This is what you're going to do. Yeah. But I'll also like go to the, I'll go to the gym with you. Uh, I'll, I will write workout routines separately, uh, for a charge. I'll also like go to the gym with someone and show them exactly how to do exercises um a lot of people go to the gym but they're not putting enough effort and it's almost like wasting time because if you're not pushing to that point where you're pushing your body it's not going to do anything you got to feel like you're about to die right you have to feel like you're about to die actually yeah you you uh you don't need to go to failure um, no, but you need to, to start seeing stars. No, I'm, no, I'm actually don't listen to me. I'm absolutely insane when I work out because I'm looking for euphoria. But yeah, if you're lifting weights, you wanna you wanna go like, you know, if you're doing ten reps, you wanna be failing. You know, you wanna still have leave about three reps in the tank if you really needed to. You know, you wanna have about like two to three reps left if you really needed to do them. That's like the perfect you know, place to be, you know, um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I do the in gym, you know, training, you know, motivating, et cetera, stuff like that too. Maybe like a Texan so, pal, like they wake up and like, John, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I, I can, such, no, that's nice. Like John, I'm not feeling too good. Be like, don't eat the cookie. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you know, if anyone has any questions or anything, they could always message me too. Hell yeah. Um, and I will do research. If I don't know something, I will do research into it before I answer. I'm not just going to give an answer on something um, because I know it could affect people's health. If I don't know the answer, I'm going to figure it out before I tell you. That's a pretty Gemini rising statement. I know. <laughs> tell me your Gemini placement without telling me. I'm going to do the fucking research. <laughs> well, thank you, John. Um, we really appreciate Absolutely. everything that you yeah. you taught me some things. He so, taught me a lot. He teaches yeah. me every day. Honestly, That's I learn good. something new every day. <laughs> we love that. And you teach him not to drink fucking I'm not. I'm not perfect either, so... You know, it's okay to have different uh, opinions and views. But... Ah, there it is. Yeah. Well, I am. So. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. If you liked what you heard here today, you can find us on Instagram, Trigger Warning the Podcast. Tune in every Monday for new content on Spotify. And we hope you've been triggered. triggered.